Arkham Horror Badly. My name is Predid, and I'll be playing Arkham Horror the card game, just not that well. Hello guys, um, I think you may be able to hear some rain above me in the conservatory, just listen. So it's a rainy Saturday morning, and I'm recording some Arkham Horror. We're returning to Quantum Leap Carolyn. This is my ongoing series, where a deck built for Carolyn Fern is instead played with a random, somewhat legitimate investigator uh, every time. So um, I'm going to jump right in. Hold on to your boots. Last time... Carolyn's consciousness had uh, quantum leaped, as it were, into the body of a rookie cop, Tommy Muldoon, who was trapped in the haunted woods outside of Arkham. There were some witches, there were some monsters, nothing went very well, and uh, poor old Tommy succumbed. But Carolyn's consciousness uh, has moved through the ether, through the cosmos, via eldritch alien means, and she suddenly finds herself appear in the body of somebody who is standing outside a very nice-looking, stately home on the outskirts of Arkham. There are lights and noises and laughter and music coming from inside. Yes, we're playing The Last King, the second scenario from The Path to Carcosa. Um, and uh, something tells Carolyn that she's not just here for a party, that something creepy is going to go on. But whose body is she in? There are four investigators left from our initial nine, who, um, I said, could have taken the initial Carolyn deck. And those investigators are Mark Harrigan, Nathaniel Cho, Skids O'Toole, and Diana Stanley. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to randomly determine which of these four characters it is. So it will be one, Mark, two, Nathaniel, three, Skids, or four, Diana. So let's find out. Alexa, give me a random number between one and four. Here's a number between one and four. It's two. So that was two, if you didn't hear. And two is Nathaniel Cho, the boxer. So Carolyn finds herself in the uh, <laughs> physical company, if, if you like, of a, a young American boxer called Nathaniel who is standing trepidatiously outside of this vast manor um, and she feels a sense of urgency in why he is there to find out the answers to some hideous mystery. So I'll build his deck and get going. So we're ready, we're set up. And I have exchanged the rain, which has abated a bit, with some 1920s jazz music. Can you hear it? It's very quiet right now. It's a, um, but hopefully it's out of copyright, otherwise I'm going to get sued. So, um, Nathaniel is quite an interesting uh, investigator to, to do this scenario with, I suppose. I've not played uh, Nathaniel that much. I think maybe two or three scenarios max. Um, and honestly, this deck is not amazing for him. Uh, because it only has three events which cause damage, which would trigger his special ability, which is uh, a response when you deal damage to an enemy by an event, or a fight ability on an event, deal one additional damage in the middle once per phase. Um, but he's very good at punching things, he's got five punch, he's not very good at running away from things, he's got two feet, 
Um, and his willpower is three and his intellect is two. So it's going to be a bit challenging to get some of these parley tests done. Um, just to give you an idea of the overview of the map. So the, the locations are as they always are. If you're unfamiliar with this scenario, don't remember it. We've got the foyer where we start. That then can lead into one of three locations, which is the courtyard in the middle, the balcony to the right, as I have it, and the dining room. Dining room? Oh, no, the living room, sorry, to the um, left. And they are all connected to one another as well. And then the um, ballroom can uh, connect to the dining room. The courtyard can connect to the dining room. The courtyard can also connect to the gallery. And the living room can connect to the gallery. And also, of course, we've got five party guests, which um, Nathaniel Carolyn is going to be having fun encountering. In the living room, we've got Jordan Perry. He needs You need ten resources and then uh, pass an intellect test to parley with him. In the gallery is Ishimaru Haruko. Uh, you need to have six or more cards in your hand and do a willpower test to parley her. In the dining room is Sebastian Moreau. You need a willpower test to parley him. Constance Domain is in the ballroom and you need a intellect test to parley her. And then finally, Ashley Clark is doing an outdoor concert, COVID safe, in the courtyard. Uh, you just need to waste time to listen to her to parley her. So, um, we start in the foyer and let's draw our opening hand. So, we've got... The Hungering Blade, the uh, Calamitous Blade of Kelleface, a Magnifying Glass, Level 1, Lesson Learned, which is the event that lets you get loose if you get punched, uh, Daring, uh, the skill, and a Dodge. Right, so um, I, I was thinking before I recorded how I would measure success for Carolyn in this scenario, because in theory you could just resign and, uh, immediately, I suppose, and, and that's it. Um, so uh, I think I'm going to count it as a successful run for Carolyn if she can either parley or defeat more than half of the guests. So she can parley and or defeat three or more of the guests and then it, it will be a success. Uh, anything less than that would be not a success. And of course, if that turns out to be easy, then we'll keep going. Uh, and and uh, hopefully she won't get defeated. But basically I'm going to uh, try and do three, which I think is doable. Honestly, I think uh, some of Nathaniel's uh, scenario will be wandering around, failing tests until some monsters appear, and then he will be doing some killing. So thinking strategically, I can see that Constance de Main is in the ballroom, and she needs a uh, difficulty three intellect test to twice to parley her. Now, um, that means, although that getting clues is not really very important, sorry, investigating for getting clues is not very important in this scenario, um, I was going to uh, mulligan the magnifying glass, but I may just keep it because it's got an intellect icon. Uh, likewise, lesson learned, and uh, because it's got two intellect icons on it, but daring, dodge, and even the hungry blade, I think, I think I'm going to put it, do I keep the hungry blade? I'm going to keep the Hungering Blade because I put it in there because I've never played it, never been able to get it out into play in any of my decks, and I think it just looks interesting. So we'll keep that. So we're mulliganing, daring and dodge, and drawing an expeditious retreat, and another expeditious retreat. Well, we can retreat very expeditiously, should we so choose. Now, um, this deck 
uh, is obviously now getting a bit weird. It's got uh, cards from four different factions uh, uh, in it. It's got uh, some rather unusual combinations because I have been using the, uh, the, the experience allowances, as it were, the upgrade allowances of the investigator in question, which sometimes leads to some unusual things for Carolyn. Okay. So, um, I, my opening hand, therefore, is Magnifying Glass, Lesson Learned, which is just there to be committed, Hungering Blade, and two Expeditious's Retreats. Okay, let's go. So, Carolyn, in Nathaniel's body, um, walks cautiously into the hallway of uh, this lovely building. Uh, she is met by a horrible sight. There's rotting uh, food on the floor. There's um, uh, guests with bloodied faces and clothes. The uh, the butler who picks up the, uh, her coat, his Nathaniel's coat, um, has bloody stumps for hands. It's it's not the worst party Carolyn's been to because she did go to med school, but it's it's down it's down there. It's in the it's in the top three worst parties she's been in, and this is just a foyer. So I think my plan is to go straight for Constance Domain because I've got some intellect icons in hand, and see if I can clear if I can parley with her. I can't remember who the very difficult enemies are, because obviously Nathaniel is probably more likely to be able to kill enemies than, than do the parleying. I remember that Jordan Perry is an absolute beast, <clears throat> but otherwise I can't quite remember. So, we're just going to take it as it is. So, I'm going to ignore the clue in the foyer, move immediately into the ballroom. There's music and uh, chatter coming from the ballroom. There's a nice little string quartet, and the string quartets are all headless zombies. Um, so the ballroom has got a stride of four, doesn't matter. There's a response. After you perform a parley action in the ballroom, gain two resources uh, once per phase. Well, that's really good, because then I can potentially build up to ten resources and go and uh, annoy Jordan Perry. So Constance Domain is a um, hostess. She offers Nathaniel a glass of champagne. Um, that champagne is a sunny delight. It's, it's absolutely terrifying. It's not champagne. Nathaniel is disgusted. So second action, I think I'm going to parley. Now, um, I am going to commit just the lesson learned to go two up. No, one up. It's not great, is it? Um, that, that would be one, two, four on three. Now let's commit the magnifying glass as well to be five on three, which is two up, which is not great for two commit, but there we go. So, um, Nathaniel approaches Constance. She's got a fascinator in her hair, and she's flapping about like uh, a true 1920s person. Five on three. <laughs> Auto fail. Okay, good start. Um, she slaps him across the face. He has not used true, uh, appropriate decorum. All right, well, that didn't go well. Um, I think I want to try and draw some more cards because um, I want to maybe try and get a, uh, take the initiative or something like that to give me some good uh, clue power. Clue power? Uh, Parley power. So let's draw final action. Uh, I drew Randall Cho, who is... Um, is it Nathaniel's brother? Yeah, I think so. Um, now... I could put him into play next turn, but he does have two... Well, he's got one wild and one intellect and one willpower icon, so I could commit him next turn. All right, so upkeep, no enemies in play. I will draw a card. It's a dodge. I get a resource. I'm up to six resources. Put our first doom and draw my first mythos card, encounter card, and it's, it's ancient evils. Well, that's easy. 
All right, that has accelerated the clock a lot because next turn, um, Diana Devine is going to come into play and she is the uh, rather tedious person who wanders around stopping you from doing anything. So am I going to get both these clues on Constance today, uh, this turn? I mean, it doesn't seem very likely. Uh, all right, we're going to try first action to commit Randall show and uh, go one up. So skulls are. Oh, skulls would do nothing because they so they're zeros. I've got uh, elder things in the bag, and they are minus shroud, which is minus four. So that would be bad. Oh well, one up. Uh, trying again to chat up Constance. Minus three. That's a fail. Bye bye, Randall. Um, so not working out so maybe let's go somewhere else do we go and talk to ashley clark and how it's kind of too late now you need to do that pretty early on otherwise it's a massive sapping of resources over time um so maybe i go and talk to jordan perry or i could go and talk to ishimaru because i've got four cards in hand i would have six cards pretty soon for ishimaru God, it's all going badly already. All right. Nathaniel hears that the gallery upstairs is a cool place to be. So he hops into the courtyard, passing by uh, Ashley Clark, a budding young songstress from uh, the uh, suburbs. And she's singing uh, something absolutely dreadful. Uh, And he claps his hands on his ears as he passes through the courtyard. Now, the courtyard is a forced effect. After you enter the courtyard, discard the top card of the encounter deck if it's an enemy draw it and it's not an enemy it's a rain and filth as it happens so that's fine um then uh that was first action second action was it first action yes second action move into the gallery nathaniel goes upstairs um the gallery is full of people uh who are looking at vandalized statues and pictures it's all sorts of graffiti uh, obscene drawings of, of, of bodily parts on the walls. And there is Ishimaru, the costume designer. So, can I do anything to deal with her now? No, because I don't have enough cards in hand. So, I will final action. <sighs> now, I, do I final action play the Hungering Blade? Or do I get a card? Um, let's draw a card. It's a think on your feet, level two. Exciting. All right. So in the upkeep phase, I draw another card. It's a level three dynamite, which was a recent upgrade. And I get a a seventh resource. So now I'm set up with six cards in my hand to parley Ishimaru next turn. Uh, And I'm not that far off from being able to parley Jordan Perry... Uh, if I get three more resources, um, which I, I don't know how I'm going to do that, um, apart from just sit there gaining resources. Um, okay, so then it's the mythos phase. The third doom goes on. And um, there's a hubbub downstairs in the hall as a dashing Miss Divine walks in wearing a devilish dress and a similar grin. She's got a uh, horrible amulet which has the, the symbol of the Yellow King on it, which isn't great. So, 
find the bystander asset with the fewest clues on it, which is all of them. Uh, spawn the set Diana Divine Enemy at that location. Shuffle the encounter. Discard pile into the encounter deck. So, um, because I have uh, completely failed to poly anybody so far in the first uh, agenda, which is uh, not good. Um, I think I can put Diana Divine anywhere. Obviously, I don't want her to be where I am because she's got the text. And each investigator at her location cannot discover or take control of clues. Um... Oh, I, can't, I can parley, but I cannot... No, I can't parley. No, no, no. Because every time you parley, you take a clue. Okay. Um, so let's put her at, uh, I don't know, Sebastian Moreau's location. She'll move around anyway. Okay, and then we draw an encounter card, and it's... <laughs> Dance of the Yellow King. There's no lunatic enemies in play. Is she a lunatic? Nope. So again, surge, and we draw... Oh dear, corrosion. Okay. Corrosion. Discard item assets from your play area and or from your hand with a total printed cost of X, where X is the Shroud Valley relocation. Oh, it's a 1. It's a Shroud Valley 1. Um, the tragic thing is that I've only got the Hungry Blade. I'm going to have to discard it. If no cards are discarded, it gains Surge. Oh, I really want to play the Hungry Blade. Um... No, I don't have any other, uh, other items at all. Um... I'm going to let it gain surge, because I'm going to choose not to discard. I think I'm allowed to do that. Um, let me know if I cheated, but I'm going to draw another one. It's fine dining. Oh, this is worse. You must either place one of your clues on a bystander asset. I don't have one. Or take one horror and one damage. Well, um, Nathaniel has been eating some crudités and uh, discovers that they are not animal flesh, and he is uh, upset and spits them out. All right, so that's one damage and one horror. So I've got eight health and five sanity left. Okie doke. All right, we're going to try and deal with Ishimara. I've got six cards in hand. In order to parley her, I need to uh, pass a willpower two test. Now, I've got a willpower three, which is okay. I could commit a dodge to this. So... But if I do that, I won't be able to do a second parley. So first parley, I will not commit anything because I need to have six cards in my hand for both tests. So first action, parley with Ishimaru. So it's a if you have six or more cards in your hand, I do parley willpower two. Let's talk to Ishimaru. But are we three on two? Wow. Minus one, I get a clue. And now I'm going to try and do that again. And this time I will commit dodge because, um, if I understand it correctly, I have six cards at the start of the um, action. And so I can then commit and still be okay. So now I'm going four on two seconds. Um, she's shown interest in talking to Nathaniel for once. So um, he's going to commit himself to talking to a second action. Parley four on two. Elder sign. Plus one, uh, and that's it. Nice. So I've got both clues from Ishimaru Hiruko, and I can flip it over and resolve its text. And uh, I'm not going to go through it, but she tells uh, Nathaniel a lot of useful stuff about clothes and uh, symbolry, and that's interesting. Okay, so I am one step towards not failing the scenario. I, I put a little um, 
purple token on, uh, I think it's a charge token, on uh, the cultists who, well, on the guests who I uh, parley in this game. So I've got one little token out. I've got one action left. Now, I don't want to um, finish in the gallery because, uh, well, I have to pass a test and it's a pain. I am, however, going to move down to the dining room, um, living room. They both look very similar, sorry, the living room. Um, and the living room is um, fine. It's kind of almost on fire and the curtains are, are smoking. That's not great. Um, sitting in the corner on a massive sofa is a massive man. He's Jordan Perry and he's smoking several cigars. Um, he seems to uh, have information that Nathaniel needs, so Carolyn uh, compels Nathaniel towards Jordan. However, we can't do anything else yet because that's the end of the investigation phase. Um, and there's a response trigger on living room. After you perform a parley action, draw one card, which is fine. Um, uh, in the So, Diana Devine, at the beginning of the enemy phase, find the bystander wrestler with the fewest clues on it. Move her to that assets location. Okay, well, uh, Shimaru is that person, so she moves to the gallery. Uh, in the upkeep phase, I draw a card. Ooh, chronophobia, that's bad. So the endless travelling through time and space has had its toll on Carolyn. So at the end of my turn, I take one direct horror, unless I waste two actions. So I might have to clear that pretty soon. And then I get a resource. So... Uh, I am on eight resources, so it's going to take another turn at least until I can uh, chat up Jordan. Okay, Mythos phase. Our first doom of uh, three goes on, so basically this uh, agenda will now just loop almost forever. Um, so there's one of three. I draw an encounter card. Ooze and Filth. Put Ooze and Filth into play next to the agenda deck. Each location gets plus one Stroud, and at the end of the round, I discard it. Okay, well, that's mostly fine, I think. So, we can't talk to Jordan, because <clears throat> I need to be richer. Um, what I think I'm going to do is get rid of Chronophobia, that's two actions, and then gain a resource, that's a third action. So then, uh, in the upkeep, I'll give it, gain a tenth resource, and I'll be able to parley uh, Jordan Perry... It does require two successful difficulty, two intellect tests, which is not great. But um, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Um, okay, that, that's it. Diana Divine stays where she is because no clues have been moved around. And um, I go to the upkeep phase. I draw a Holy Rosary. I gain a tenth resource. Ching Ching, we're now in Jordan. Jordan Perry wants to speak to us now that we've uh, flashed our credit card. Um, and then we play the second Doom, Ooze and Filth goes away. Drawing Counter Card, and it's Ancient Evils. Oh dear. Alright, so that advances the agenda, and um, I'm going to randomly determine which of the uh, guests suddenly um, uh, transforms. So let's see. Shuffly, 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 shuffly. Mm. From the courtyard, Nathaniel here screams as um, Ashley Clark, uh, suddenly her skin peels off and a skeletal zombie Ashley Clark wanders uh, out of the skin clothes um, and she starts screaming a horrible dirge. 
which will probably be in the top 10 charts next week. So Ashley Clark, um, she did. Uh, she becomes a, a monster lunatic. Now, she's a hunter. Each investigator at her location does not draw cards during the upkeep phase. She hits for two horror, which is bad news. But uh, to fight her, she's got two combat, four evade, and five health. Yeah. All right, so she is going to hunt to me next, uh, this turn. It's very hard to avoid hunter enemies in this scenario in solo because every location connects to most other locations. Um, okay, so that was the mythos phase. Um, I, I, I'm tempted to just try and hammer out a deal with Jordan Perry. It's the only icons I have in hand which will help are Think on Your Feet, which has one intellect icon on it. So that means it would be a two-on-two testing intellect or a three-on-two once if I commit Think on Your Feet. If I, if I don't go and deal with Ashley Clark, then uh, she will hit me this turn for two horror. And so I think I'm going to have to do something about that because if she hunts to me and it does me for two horror, then it, it, she's got five health and I don't have much in hand that will help me get rid of her. I do have Dynamite Blast in hand. So I could chuck a Dynamite into the courtyard, but that would only do three damage to her. Um, I am tempted to play Hungering Blade, so I'm basically changing tack now. Now the monster's arriving, maybe Nathaniel decides that it's seven time. So Hungering Blade costs three, so I'm down to seven resources. Hungering Blade is complicated, but... Um, so I've got three copies of Bloodlust, which are a weakness, which I'm going to shuffle into my deck. Um, as an action, I can fight with the Hungering Blade. It gets plus one f combat for each attached copy of Bloodlust, which is zero to start with. Either way, the attack does plus one damage. If I defeat an enemy, I get plus one resource on this card as an offering. And then Bloodlust. Um, when I reveal Bloodlust, I have to remove two offerings from the Hungering Blade. Attach Bloodlust to the Hungering Blade. If I can't, take one horror and shuffle Bloodlust into the deck. And then while attacking with Hungering Blade, I deal plus one damage. If I can discard uh, uh, Bloodlust from it. So it's a lot of stuff uh, to take in. So we'll see if it, it does anything. But we've got a plus one damage weapon anyway. Um, but I can't really... Can I Can I just do a... Oh god, alright. Well, this is going to absolutely screw me for resources. But what we're going to do... Nathaniel draws out a horrific curved blade that crackles with eldritch energy. And then from his pocket, he pulls out a stick of TNT. <laughs> He lights the fuse, people scream, and he um, uh, chucks the, gr uh, the, the grenade, the, the, the TNT, through the window into the courtyard. So that this is Dynamite Blast level 3, which is great. It's fast, it costs only 4, uh, and I can choose connecting location, deal 3 damage to each enemy at that location. So, suddenly Ashley Clark takes 3 damage. There's explosions, there's fire, there's screamings, and some people are laughing, some people are just uh, that crazy. Um, and then, um, uh, that's fast, so second action, I will move into the uh, courtyard, I have to do this triggered effect. Oh, great. So, um, I reveal the top card, or discard the top card of the Encanto deck, and it's a roach swarm, so I have to draw it. So now there's roaches 
crawling out of the discarded skin of Ashley Clark. Roaches are not perturbed by dynamite because they are invincible. So it's got a... Oh, God, these are horrible now. So their strength the combat is the same as the Shroud, and the Shroud of the Courtyard is five. <laughs> They're a five, two, three creature, ace. Um, but Nathaniel doesn't care about the cockroaches. He uh, leaps over the cockroaches, swinging his blade at Ashley Clark. He's going to smack with the Hungering Blade. It is, therefore, no combat bonus, but he gets plus one damage. So... I'm attacking five on two. Um, do I have anything to commit? I don't. All right. Well, there you go. Um, so, final action, trying to take out Ashley Clark. He's got three damage. He's got two damage left. Two, two health left. Blade of Calafies. Go. Snicker snack. Auto fail. <laughs> God, what's wrong with my life? All right. So... Uh, that fails. So she dodges and the blade smashes into the uh, decorative fountain. Uh, so in the enemy phase, Diana Divine, stay with Swishy, is um, the roach swarm munches uh, Nathaniel's feet for one damage and uh, Ashley Clark does she horrifies Nathaniel by uh, his inability to hit her. Um, so he's got he's on three horror out of six now, which isn't fantastic. So I don't draw a card because of Ashley Clark's ability, but I do gain a resource. And we jump straight into the Mythos phase. So, um, on Doom, out of three, draw an Encounter card, find dining. You must either place one of your clues on a bystander asset in play or take one horror and one damage. Okay, well, I will put my clue on... One of my clues on... Uh, Ishimaru, because I've already interviewed her, so that's not a major problem. Uh, okay. The major problem is now that uh, Nathaniel is in the courtyard, surrounded by billions of uh, cockroaches uh, and a zombie Ashley Clark. However, maybe I can kill them both this turn. So we're going to first try and deal with Ashley Clark. Um, it's, uh, I've got nothing to, draw, nothing to commit, so it's just a five on two... Slash, slash, die. Skull. Reveal another token. Minus three. But five minus three is two, which means that Ashley Clark is in pieces on the floor. So that is not only a hot zero victory points for killing this, this, uh, this monster. But also I get to place an offering on uh, the Hungering Blade. Second action, I'm going to attack the Roach Swarm. So I'm going to swing with the Hungering Blade. That gives me plus one damage. So I'm five on five. Uh, not amazing. Let's try it. Oh, that's uh, Elder Thing, which is a minus five. That's a fail. Ah, uh, God. Five, I mean, it only hits me for one damage every time, so in theory I can take a few hits from this thing. So that's final action. Try and kill the Roach Swarm. Five on five. That's a Skull. We'd read, uh, draw another token. <laughs> it's the auto fail. That's three auto fails. 
three auto fails in one scenario solo. Okay, so the Roach Swarm continues to uh, confound Nathaniel. He's on three damage now. Uh, Diana Divine stays where she is. He's happy harassing uh, uh, Shimaru. Um, and then in the upkeep, I get to draw a card. Oh, fantastic. Excellent. It's Tommy Malloy. This is a person that Carolyn does not know, but it's Nathaniel's worst enemy. So he's a hunter enemy, 2-3-3. Three, three, three. But when you would take any amount of damage, reduce that amount to 1. So basically this is going to take a turn to, uh, to deal with. And again, resource. I'm up to 5 resources. Mythos phase. Second Doom of 3. Draw a card. It's another Roach Swarm. Okay. I've picked the worst location in play to have Roach Swarms on me. Not to mention 3 uh, enemies. So the start of this investigation phase, uh, Carolyn uh, Thaniel has got two road swarms and the Tommy Malloy on me. Okay, so if I get rid of none of these enemies, I take four damage in the um, enemy phase, which is not enough to kill me, but it's bad. Um, I think that I'm going to try and deal with Tommy Malloy. I do have... Well, I've got a Think on Your Feet in hand, but it doesn't work unless they just enter the location. Um, I've got two Expeditious Retreats, so I could try evading the Road Storm, for example. But that seems uh, like a waste of time. So let's just try and get rid of Tommy Malign. So uh, it doesn't really matter, but I will hit him with, a, with the Hungering Blade. It does matter in terms of defeating enemies. I will uh, attack Tommy Malign with the Hungering Blade three times. So we're five on two each time. First attack, five on two. Auto fail. Fourth auto fail. Um, second attack. Oh, now, 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 this is a question, right? Because if I fail, I can't, I can't kill Tommy Malloy this turn now, and he's going to do two, do two damage to me. Either way, so let's try and hit the roach swarms. Oh, this is a massive hassle. Going to try and kill one of the roach swarms. And maybe then evade Tommy as the, th as the third action. <sighs> Eva uh, attack Road Swarm with Hungering Blade. That would be 5 on 5. Come on. Elder Sign. Yes. Okay. So the Road Swarm is dead. One of the Road Swarms is dead. They are redoubling. Um, but I get to, because I defeat another enemy, I get to place another offering on the Hungering Blade, which is two offerings, which is what I need. Um... So, final action, I'm going to play Expeditious Retreat and try and evade uh, Tommy Malign. So Expeditious Retreat gives me plus three agility to two, so I'm five on three. I can't commit both. Actually, if I if I also commit Think on Your Feet, that gives me one, two, three, four, five, six, seven on three. And it uh, gives me a better chance of, uh, of triggering the... Uh, succeed by two ability of Exposition Retreat, which also me let, also let me evade the Roach Swarm. So let's do that. So we are, what did I say, seven? Yeah, seven on two. Seven on three. So zero. Zero is good, so um, that means I succeed by two. And means I can automatically evade another enemy. So I'll automatically evade the Roach Swarm. Normally evade Tommy Malloy. And so nobody hits me in the enemy phase. Nice. Okay. Uh, in the uh, investigation phase, I draw a card. It's lesson learned. 
lesson learned would have been kind of useful to have a while back, I think. Oh no, it wouldn't. It would have been completely useless because you only get uh, clues from your location and there basically aren't any. Alright, and then we get a, a sixth resource. Okay, then the Roast Swarm and the Tommy Malloy uh, re-engage me. Um, third Doom. Okay, so now it's another opportunity for a horrible person to appear. Okay, so at least there's nobody in my location. But that's the extent of the good news. Um, and the person who appears is... In the dining room upstairs, Sebastian Moreau suddenly screams into play. So Sebastian Moreau is a 353 enemy, hunter retaliates, can't cancel his attacks, and he does two damage and two horror. So that's terrible. If he attacks me, I'm almost dead if he gets to me. So he is currently uh, uh, one location away from me. Um, uh, 353 is not very easy to deal with, but we'll see. Um, okay, so we'll, now we're doing encounter card. It's an Ancient Evils, alright? So, that's one Doom out of three on the agenda. Okay, so in the hand we've got a Lesson Learned, an Expeditious Retreat, and an Upgraded Holy Rosary. I want to try and defeat Tommy Malloy this turn. So I am going to attack him. Can't commit anything... Uh, so I will attack him five on two with the blade. So minus two, that's one damage. Second action, attack him. Minus, oh, it's the elder thing. It's minus five. Fail. Damn it. Um, do I have anything I can do? I can Expeditious Retreat again. <sighs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to Expeditious Retreat him, but then Sebastian Moreau's going to get me. Um, yeah, alright. I mean, I think, I think that's going to have to happen. So, we will commit Holy Rosary and Expeditious Retreat to this evasion of Tommy Malloy. Um, and, uh, so I want to three, four, five, six on three. Final action. Elder Sign. Okay. So we've got three Elder Signs and four auto fails this game. So the Elder Sign is, uh, not an attack. God, because if it's an attack, I get to do cool things. All right. Doesn't happen, though. Um, so that's a plus one. I succeed by two, which means I can evade both these guys again. In the enemy phase, Sebastian Moreau uh, crashes through one of the other windows into the uh, courtyard and jumps on me. He does two damage and two horror, which is uh, not great. So now I am on five damage out of nine and five horror out of six. <clears throat> great. Um, I, uh, yep, now it's, uh, upkeep, everything readies, I draw a card, it's prepared for the worst, fantastic. I go up to seven resources, I put a second doom out of three on the agenda in the mythos phase, and I draw a card. Oh, just in case you thought I did not have enough enemies on me, I've drawn a young psychopath. 
um, she's just uh, starting in her career of psychopathy, and um, she's hoping to climb the ladder very soon and stab people. So after young psychopath engages you, you must either take one horror, nope, uh, or she gets plus three fights. So she's got five. Uh, she's got five combat until the end of the turn. Right. Well, let's see. Um, I can't resign because I'm not in the place to resign. I have interviewed one person, Ishimaru Haruko. I've killed one person who's actually Clark. So if I can kill Sebastian Moreau, then I'm successful. Quote, unquote. Um, so is there a chance I can do that this turn? Well, I've got the Hungering Blade, so if I just hit him three times and succeed, then I kill him. And then everything else jumps on me and I die. If I fail with any of them, he will retaliate and he'll do me a lethal horror. Um, I can't really see any clever tricks. I've got one prepared for the worst in hand, which has got an icon on it. I've got a lesson learned, which is not really useful right now. So that's what we're doing. Um, despite those cockroaches swarming around his, his, his ankles, Tommy Malloy lumbering uh, towards him like an unstoppable bully, and the young psychopath uh, pl- <laughs> trying to learn how to stab people. Um, uh, Tommy turns his attention to the director, Sebastian Moreau. He's the director? Can't remember. He's something. And, and anyway, at the moment, he's a horrible uh, hunchback monster with bits of bone um, sticking out of his flesh. And he lumbers uh, screechingly towards Nathaniel, who swings the hungering blade. All of these have to hit, otherwise I'm doomed. Let's do a first one, committing prepared for the worst. So this is six on three on Sebastian Moreau with the Hungering Blade, which will do plus one damage. Six on three. Minus one. That's two damage. Second action. Five on three. Plus one. That's two more damage. One more hit will do it. Third action. Five on three. Bastion Moreau. Minus one. So, with a scream, Nathaniel decapitates Bastion Moreau. He goes into the uh, victory display. Uh, a, another resource uh, is given as an offering to the Hungering Blade. And then in the enemy phase, uh, Nathaniel gets swarmed by cockroaches, a young psychopath, and Tommy Malo punches him to death. Now, as Carolyn flits away from the unconscious uh, form of Nathaniel Cho, she is <laughs> gladdened by the feeling that she has done some good. She's managed to help Nathaniel uh, defeat two quite nasty um, monsters, and has uh, got him to talk to Costumia. Um, she's not quite sure how this is going to help Nathaniel, given that he's lying unconscious and bloodied in the middle of a, of, a, of a courtyard. But she gets the feeling that it will help Nathaniel on his uh, ongoing journey. Well, um, that was fun. Um, uh, Nathaniel would have uh, been defeated with, I think, physical trauma, for what it's worth. Um, and he would have got uh, not many uh, victory, not many victory points. I can't remember how many he gets, but we only have one clue on us uh, as, as we finish. Um, 
I was really um, happy to see the Hungering Blade be quite useful. Didn't draw any bloodlusts, um, but actually that doesn't matter all that much because it's still a, a, a repeatable plus one damage weapon, which is actually pretty rare in the game, I think, um, especially at one, uh, one victory. If I'd managed to draw a bloodlust... Um, I would have been able to remove two offerings from the blade and then attach Bloodless to it, and I could have then uh, used its kind of discard Bloodlust from the blade to do plus one damage thing, which would have been useful in, in fighting Sebastian Moreau, for example, who would have given me a free. Uh, well, it meant I could have killed him in two actions rather than three. Um, otherwise, yeah, I mean, I was rather unlucky, I think, to draw the autofail four times, especially at clutch tests. Um, I think I would have liked to have parleyed more people, but maybe Nathaniel was just destined to just kill things. Um, and otherwise, yeah, don't go in the courtyard when there's cockroaches about, is the, is the um, life tip I would give you, because they are very powerful then. Um, just always go to the gallery. They're, they're fine in the gallery, they like books, and they're easy to squish. So, that is the... Uh, conclusion of the current chapter of Carolyn's Quantum Leap Adventures. Now, this was, this has been the 24th episode of Arkham Horror Badly, believe it or not. And so the next episode will be the quote-unquote landmark Silver Jubilee episode, the 25th episode. So I'll try and think of something special or interesting to do. Um, and either way, you will be able to see me playing Arkham Horror, the card game, just not very well. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.